Welcome to Revival Podcast. If you want to learn more about Revival Podcast, you can learn more on soundingtrumpets.org. Blessings from our Lord Jesus Christ. I thank everybody for joining the podcast today. You know, we're here. You know, I hope everybody stays tuned for the message today. In the Bible, it says Christ died for us while we were yet sinners. And the reason I open with this is to show that none of us was deserving of his forgiveness and the Father's forgiveness. But he gave it to us while we were all opposed to him. And as the Father forgave us in all of our evil deeds, we need to have that same grace towards others. As I was speaking to a family member last week, I saw the bitterness and unforgiveness that she held in her heart towards her husband. Her husband has been unfaithful to her, and ever since then, she resented him. And seeing how many men and women suffer from bitterness and unforgiveness, it is astonishing. So it quickly prompted me to make today's podcast. So let's get into it. All bitterness comes from a place of hurt. A lot of people hold on to bitterness and unforgiveness in their heart for a plethora of reasons. It can be that their spouse has been unfaithful, which is a very common one. Or a woman gotten pregnant and the father of the baby leaves the family to fend on its own. That's another common one. Or parents didn't do such a well job raising their children and their children becomes bitter and resentful towards their parents. Or any number of bad experience might leave anyone in a state of bitterness and unforgiveness. But what I want to tell you today is holding on to the pain isn't going to do no one any good. In fact, the only person it's actually hurting is you. It's not hurting the person that did you wrong, but it's scarring you. Living in a state of unforgiveness can leave you angry, suspicious, resentful, fearful. Not only this, but it's toxic for our heart and our soul. Unforgiveness is a spiritual cancer that over time, if it isn't taken care of quickly, will grow into bitterness and hinder us spiritually and emotionally. Our unforgiveness damages those we love most, pushing them away from us. It damages especially our relationship with the Most High Yah. In Matthew 6, 14-15, our Lord Yahshua said, For if you forgive others their trespasses, your Heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others their trespasses, neither will the Father forgive your trespasses. This very verse alone should be enough to make you pray and ask the Lord to take the bitterness from your heart and forgive the person that's wronged you. I know it would for me. Jesus gives us a great illustration of how we're supposed to forgive people in his unforgiving servant parable. Matthew 18, 21 through 35. Therefore, the kingdom of heaven is like a certain king who wanted to settle accounts with his servants. And when he had begun to settle accounts, one was brought to him who owed him 10,000 talents. But as he was not able to pay His master commanded that he be sold with his wife and children and all that he had, and that the payments be made. The servant therefore fell down before him, saying, Master, 
Have patience with me, and I will pay you all. Then the master of the servant was moved with compassion, released him, and forgave his debt. But that servant went out and found one of his fellow servants who owed him a hundred denarii. And he laid hands on him, and he took him by the throat, saying, Pay me what you owe me. So his fellow servant fell down at his feet and begged him, saying, Have patience with me, and I will pay you all. And he would not. But he went and threw him into the prison, till he should pay the debt. So when his fellow servants saw what was done, they were grieved, and they came and told their master all that had been done. Then his master, after he had called him and said to him, You wicked servant, I forgave you all that debt because you begged me. Should you not also have compassion on your fellow servant, just as I had pity on you? And his master was angry, delivered him to the torturers until he should pay all that was due to him. So let's break down this parable and see what's really going on. So it starts out with a king and his servant. The servant owes the master 10,000 talents. This amount would cost a lifetime to pay. The king most likely knew this, so he said, start selling his family and everything he has to start paying back the money. But then the servant fell down and he begged, he begged for his family and he begged that the king would have patience and be gracious with him. And from this, the king had compassion in his heart and he forgave him all the debt. He wiped off his slate. Imagine that, you going to the bank and going down on your knees and begging them to take you out $100,000 in debt. And they just clear your slate. After the man went free, he seen one of his servants that owed him 10,000 denarii. And instead of having that same forgiving spirit that the king showed him, he grabbed the man by the throat, he beat him, and he told him to pay all that he has. He told him that he needs his money now. And when that man tried to beg, do the same exact thing he did he didn't want to hear it and he threw him in their prisons the other servants were so grieved by this they went and told the king and the king was furious when he heard this he was so furious that he brought him back and asked them why didn't you have the same mercy on that man that i had on you you know why didn't you forgive him as he forgiven you so let me go back to the analogy of of the bank so after the bank wipes off your slate of a hundred thousand dollars you go to a friend that owes you $100 and you beat him and say, get me my money now. But you're not grateful basically for what that bank did to you. Because even though your friend might have owed you $100, now you don't have to pay $100,000 to the bank and you're saving $999,900. So this just goes to show that the Father, he forgives us dearly for what we have done. And all our sins cause us an eternal damnation from the Lord. But he has wiped that sin and he has forgiven us. And he expects us to forgive somebody that wronged us as well. Even though it might seem like they, they can never be forgiven. And they may have wronged you so bad you feel like they're not worthy of being forgiven. But so were we. We weren't worthy of being forgiven either. But the Father still loved us and forgave us while we were yet sinners. That's what the Bible says. So my question to you is, how can you sit and enjoy God's forgiveness and grace without offering that same forgiveness and grace to the people that has wronged you? If you're holding on to bitterness towards anyone 
a significant other, a parent, a child, a sibling, someone at work or school, etc. God is calling you to forgive them so the Holy Spirit can begin sanctifying you and making you a vessel suitable for the purpose of the Most High. Heed to His call and allow yourself to be penetrated by the Spirit's voice. God is calling you to forgive today. God bless. I hope this message was a blessing to you and I pray that you guys would stay tuned weekly. And may you guys have a great day. God bless. Thank mm-hmm. you.